Well, it's uh, being in our session as usual with some meditation. And meditation is the <laughs> another way of looking at it. It's the skill and the process of managing what happens when you stop doing lots of things. You know, so when you stop talking, planning, doing things with your body, looking around, then what happens? Something starts to open up. You could say your inner life, your inner experience starts to become apparent, which is not to do with sense contact. It's to do with our memories, our energies, our emotions, our attitudes, what we plan, all that. And it's to do also with what we've been experiencing, right? We still feel unsettled because we've been working all day, and we still feel sleepy because we've kind of haven't gone up or something. So it's also just about in this realm you've got the past and you've got the future and it's all happening now. And we have various attitudes around that, which are also part of something we do not necessarily a very conscious way. We have attitudes. We want to feel calm. That's an aim. We want to arrive at a feeling of peace and harmony. That's an aim. That's a good aim. But it's an addition. It's something we add. And that's obviously totally correct. But then we also add all kinds of other things, like just um, criticizing ourselves or complaining about what's happening or wanting something to happen that's not happening or not wanting things to happen that are happening. (laughs) And then this inner turmoil starts. So this all all these activities, sankharas, activities, activations, sankharas, and they're not necessarily always that conscious. Some are. Some seem to be habitual. They more or less form common patterns in the way I behave. My search for security. My aims for happiness, also my measuring myself and comparing myself with others. Some of these aims are only semi-conscious and yet they can be very powerful effect. And we want to really try to reduce our aims and attitudes just to something simple and fairly clear, clean. How do I bring harmony how do I bring ease what process will encourage that and of course one of the main themes of that is well there's a lot of mental turmoil going on so what about what's happening in the body and there's things happening there and my attitude must be then one of um Hmm. non 
criticizing, non-blaming, non-identification. Identification seems like that's just an idea. No, it means that things happen, we get a very strong emotional reaction to it. Oh no, oh yes, oh that's me, oh I shouldn't, oh I want to. Now the I that wants to and doesn't want to, and that's called the identification experience, and there's an energy there which is quite um, powerful in its own way, biasing. So one of our aims in mindfulness is to not use that language, but not even use that attitude. Try to understand the attitude, and it's very much like an opening. There's no measurement, there's no should be, it's just opening to allowing allowing experience and yet within a safe container this is not chaos we use the container of the feeling of the body being present like a like a vessel like a giant bucket things are moving around inside it you hold the bucket steady the water will eventually settle down so we're holding that body steady now just again just modify that don't add a lot more complexity but bear in mind that the beauty of steadiness in the body is the body would do it for you so there's less I involved with that so for example if we stand take a standing position you get relax your knees a little bit and drop your shoulders and take a breath deep breath the body will hold that for you you stay present, you stay tuned into it. The body holds itself together. It knows how to balance better than you do. You couldn't figure it out. Same thing with breathing, of course. The body knows how to breathe perfectly well. Problem being with breathing, we tend to try to do something. So I'll be mindful of it. I'll, I'll follow it here, I'll follow it there, I'll fit track it in my nostrils, I've got to be in my belly, which is better, which is. Then we started to complicate a process that the body does very well, even when you're asleep. And mostly we have to undo these reflexes of trying to get it right of trying to make it work of mistrusting a bodily process of intruding with our mental attitudes and that's just such a relief and in that sense of the attitude of heart as a very full welcoming 
of a bodily process which keeps you alive, which holds you together, which you can trust day and night. And that attitude that is to be encouraged. Because most of us are holding our lives together as a habit and in worldly circumstances that makes sense. But in terms of this bodily process it doesn't. So we've got to undo a habit that's part of our identity. This is why we undo it. And then we can actually be that which senses, receives a harmonious or harmonizing bodily energy. Can be the standing, energy moving through your body as you stand. In this case, you keep your spine tucked in, your shoulders drop, relax around your face, arms, and it will will start to move through. You just you just opened your bucket. You stop shaking it around. Breathing. Whole body, torso, from the base of the body up to the collar, the throat, and even to the back of your mouth and head. Expand your awareness, expand your attention to be the bucket of that moves within and the body will hold that for you and then our input is to inquire what's happening to bear patience to listen very deeply to follow the heart Where is the heart coming into ease, ending suffering? we can tune in to the more more easeful flow of body energy through breathing or standing or walking the heart tuning into that begins to be soothed and the forms, the feelings, the emotions may rise and they need to rise 
so that they can pass on. Need to move. And you get the sense every now and then one finishes and there's a moment perhaps of openness. Breathe in. Stay with that. Next thing rises, let that move through. And you get the experience of different kinds of feeling, sensitivity, agreeable, disagreeable, fast, rapidly resonating, slow, And then there's something that doesn't do that, which is our awareness, our knowing of it, our that you know, still place which is not resisting or intruding, witnessing. where the tides of feeling don't break, don't wash over.
Mm. This affects the mind, the heart, because there's less energy going into reacting or responding to feeling, to the emotion, to the mood, certainly not trying to stop it or even understand it. This allows that energy to unravel. So awareness plays a very significant role both in understanding but also in calming because it doesn't add more feeling, more reaction, more response. That's a kind thing, kindness, because it allows the mood of our uncertainties, our agitation, our distress to speak and to finish speaking, to be heard. This is the resolution that's possible and practice the only place it's possible. And wisdom will arise from there. So let's slowly lift out of that process by uh, again coming into the full attention to the inner quality of the body. It's upright, open, you can feel it as something that touched, has touched to it, and the space around it, feel the space around your body, let your eyes open, and you're still very much in presence. Before the mind goes into abstractions, you are directly present which is the place to most usefully hear Dhamma. Mm.